This is Taj Washington, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here with Cody Carpentier as we are getting ready to, I guess, I guess, leave for the combine next week. Nobody's gotten their credentials yet, Cody. So it's all it always goes like this every time, man. I'm interested in uh, finding out the exact schedule and stuff like that, but we will find out soon enough. Hopefully, bringing you a bunch of content from Indianapolis next week for our 13th straight year. They're covering the NFL Combine for all of Roster Watch Nation. And as Cody has put up here, I guess, on the bottom of the screen, uh, and coinciding with that, as usual, as we've always done, uh, the, the best ball cheat sheets will be available after the 2024 NFL Combine. That's when the best ball cheat sheets drop. You guys know very well here at Roster Watch, we like to concentrate on best ball before we get into um, – before we get into the summer draft season, when we just have to focus all of our resources on the redraft sheets and stuff like this. So for us, this is best ball season. Cody, how the hell are you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic, man. It's Monday, late February, combines in a week, mid-draft season. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be happier. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, dude, we, I mean, it's so much is going on. I think the, does the franchise tag window, oh, it, it's, it's tomorrow the, the 20th? Tomorrow is the twentieth. I think franchise tags and stuff start tomorrow. It's like we're getting we're getting into it, man. You might want to fact check me on that, so I'm not lying to everybody. I'm sure the people in the comments would let me know. But um, all right, but what we're here to talk about today is best ball values. These are the play, the players who you need to make moves on now before you know before people realize what's going on um and a lot of these dudes cody as i've kind of put together the skeleton where the where the underdog adps are right now and we will be referencing underdog when we're talking about these adps because they're the ones with the really big samples you know almost 50k in uh one of the big underdog contests right now you know teams that have already been drafted um we're going to be using those and dude some of these guys you can get in the final round mainly the rookies are guys that I want to touch on. Um, there are also players who are going to be affected by free agency, right? I mean, so many big name, so many big name free agents, right? Um, Saquon Barkley, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Tony Pollard, Mike Evans, Austin Eckler, Hollywood Brown, Calvin Ridley, Derrick Henry. You know, Antonio Gibson, Kirk Cousins, Dalton Schultz, Devin Singletary, Curtis Samuel, Noah Fant, uh, I mean, A.J. Dillon. Like, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. I'm not sure that it, it's a time wherever, you know, nothing's been solidified with where dudes are going to land or how fallout is going to occur from 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 these. And so it's going to yeah. take taking some chances and sort of going ahead and saying like, well, I don't think this is going to happen, like taking a stand with it, saying something like, you know, I don't think Tony Pollard is going to be back with the Cowboys, right? We don't think that's going to happen. Might, yeah. might, might he come back? Maybe, right? But that has ripple effects for the for the rest of it. What about Josh? What, let's let's start out with talking about this. What about Josh Jacobs? Because I, I 
and the reason I ask has everything to do with Zamir White, okay? Who right now has an yeah. ADP of one one twenty eight. He's going at the same time as wide receivers like Rashid Shahid and Dontavion Wicks and Jerry Judy. He's going just before you get to the crop of what we would consider for this class. There's not really a you know high end. Um, group of rookie running backs, right? It's not like we had Bijan, you know, and Jameer Gibbs last year, right? But the guys that people are really going to be considering taking up super high, Jonathan Brooks out of Texas, Blake Corum out of Michigan, right? That Those two kind of players in the pod, they're right there with, with Zamir White, 128, 131, and 135 as far as their ADP so far uh, pre-NFL draft on underdog. Zamir White to me seems like an absolute screaming value. If if we're if we're not considering, um, if we're not considering the fact that yes, Josh Jacobs could come back, and yes, Antonio Pierce coming back as the coach makes me a little more worried about that because he had the thing where he came in and had some success. Right, he went in there and got himself a job, saying, "Look, we just got to get Josh Jacobs to 100 yards every single game." I think the thing that I've always looked back to, though, is, man, whenever Zamir White had to play in his stead, like he, he, played, he played really, really well and actually showed us some things in the receiving game that were very appealing to me. I'm, I'm, that's the first name that I want to throw out that I'm interested in, given the current ADP 13th round, Mr. Zamir White. I, th- I think Zamir is interesting. The, the problem, of course, you bring up is, is Josh Jacobs. He's a free agent. The, th- the thing isn't just Josh Jacobs being – if he was the big fish, I think, in free agency, it would be a different conversation. But because there's Pollard, because there's Saquon, there's DeAndre Swift out there, Austin Eckler, these guys are all in the same market. I think that the likelihood um, with the culture with the Raiders right now, it feels like I've, I would say Jacobs is going to be back. Zamir, on the other hand, I, I think in in – a situation where it's one, two, where Zamir is back, not in the same role he was in last year, but he takes a higher role next to Jacobs can, can continue to grow. Feels right. Feels like what's going to happen. If Jacobs is gone, Zamir white, we're talking fourth round of redraft. We're talking, yeah, we're talking a monumental six, seven round bump. The problem with that is I just finished my mock draft 4.0 and I had the Raiders and I caught a lot of heat for the Raiders picks because I didn't give him a quarterback, but I gave them Jalen Wright, another running back out of Tennessee who's hyper uh, dynamic, runs a 4-3, things like that. That would be my one worry is do they bring another guy in that maybe has a a more defined skill set that can play in the receiving game as well and take anything away from Zamir Wright? But I, I think the biggest takeaway here, though, is that Zamir White sits in a spot where it can only go up from now. Even if, J- if Jacobs is gone, it's going up six, seven rounds. If Jacobs stays – it's still a value because of the arc of or the, the, this, the, the running back position and the likelihood that Jacobs stays healthy throughout. My favorite one in comparison is the opposite. You brought up Tony Pollard. I, I'm not looking at the guy behind him. I'm looking at Tony Pollard himself. And so kind of side by side, Josh Jacobs, but Tony Pollard. Um, in, I think any situation that he goes to outside of Dallas would um, provoke a, a little bit of a value. He's currently running back 23 behind Austin Eckler going off the board 76th overall. I, I, I think when you look at Tony Pollard, you're looking at a guy that, no, he can't take 300 carries. We've learned that. Dallas wanted to do that. Started out slow last year. The value, which I think he got to what he got. He's a top 15. One, top two 18. turn. Yeah, one, two yeah, turn. One, one two turn at the end there, and and we knew that was too hot but we were doing it because we had to do it we let we respected and appreciated the talent but now you're getting him at a point where it's running back 23 at the board 
76th overall in ADP, if he goes to a Tennessee, if he goes to a Chargers, the dynamism that he brings, if he has a, 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 a solid number two next to him, that's when Tony Pollard can flourish, not when Tony Pollard's jammed into a role where he has to play 85% the entire season. So you put you put Tony Pollard next to a Tyja Spears, really any situation that I think he goes to this year is going to be beneficial for Tony Pollard's value. So I think getting him here 76th overall is a sick value running back 23. Yeah, man. Uh, it's just, well, but he's going one spot ahead of Joe Mixon. What do you what do you think about what do you think about Mixon and the fallout in Cincinnati? I think we could also have a conversation about the Cincinnati wide receivers. Like what like this is this is why what's so cool about next week at the combine on Tuesday and Wednesday we're at least going to get to question these GMs and these coaches and find out it's like or like by then we'll probably know like did they franchise T Higgins you know like so yeah I mean you know Tyler Boyd looks like he's going to be gone like what do we make of the wide receiver it's kind of why I've been going after Jamar Chase I've been just a lot more interested in in Jamar Chase with the target volume that he could pick up but you do have guys like Yossi Vosh there who we liked from the you know from the senior bowl you have guys like Charlie Football Charlie Charlie Jones who who we loved from the uh, from getting to meet him at the combine and getting to see his, his workouts there and with the way that he tested uh, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff on the Bengals. Like, what do you think about Mixon? Just as it's like you're down here as a, he's take, being taken as an RB RB three, and then even down here at one eleven is Chase Brown that showed some nice things in spurts. Total opposite reaction that I had, you know, with Chase Brown at his Senior Bowl. I thought, man, yeah, I'm not sure this guy's going to be able to hold up. Like at Illinois, Illinois, right? Yeah, at Illinois, yeah. he was able to, you know, he's able to be a volume hog, looks so good, looks so fast, tested so well, and then gets to the Senior Bowl. And, man, it was him and Chris Rodriguez, remember? They were just falling all over their own shoes and uh, not able to make their cuts and stuff like this. Um, but, dude, I mean, you can't deny what you were able to see out of him in, in, in uh, you know, in, in spot duty this year. Like, what do we make of these Bengals? It, it, like, I'm not sh- – 110 is the ADP for Chase Brown. I'm not sure that Joe Mixon's a guy who I'm screaming to go out and buy. His efficiency has gone down each of the last three seasons. He's actually looked kind of bad. He's had, gosh, he's had more goal line touches than I even care to recount that he hasn't been able to capitalize on. Is is he somebody, though, once you get to an RB, RB, your RB3 is Joe Mixon and, and best ball? Yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't want that though. Like we had the same discussion, same situation. Now this is going to be the third year in a row. Fournette, Delvin Cook, Joe Mixon. They hit this age. That's good. They they hit this output. They hit this carry threshold. And Mixon started to get to that point. He did have a, a few spots last year, but he started to get to the point where he's slowing down at the same level that Delvin Cook did. You remember the last year in Minnesota, Delvin hit a thousand yards. And then that's why he was trying to get that. That's why Minnesota got out. They saw him slowing down, and then he went and got, you know, he begged for it, but he got a contract with the Jets. Joe Mixon's doing the same thing. They're already talking about, you know, letting him go. It's it's the same thing happening over again. So Joe Mixon, I'm, I'm completely out. And, and this is not a bearing on his talent or his abilities, but as, as far as fantasy value and as far as what I want on my team, even at RB3, and it sounds like a sick value. I understand that. But I don't want any part of a Joe Mixon. It sounds good to have a Joe Mixon as your RB3, Cody. It, I mean, it does sound good. It does sound good until it's, you know, until he falls August off the cliff, 30th. Right? August no, I mean, 30th. That's when we have like, these conversations, and it's, 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 yeah. it's fine, right? It's, it's fine. The Chase yeah. Brown side, I think, Chase Brown, 100%. He's kind of a similar situation to what Zamir White is in. 
Except, except you've seen it on a, on a grander scale with Chase Brown. And I'm no, not sure because we haven't, they do a, we haven't seen a whole game where he just has a monster takeover like, like Zamir White has had this year. You know, just the volume-based, good game, good use in the receipt, you know, all around, almost a bell cow type of profile that we've seen whenever Jake was missed, missed time. We've at least seen one or two games like that out of Zamir White. We've seen epic flashes out of Chase Brown. I don't, yeah, I was gonna say, I don't want to call him like it's, 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 it's not the same thing. It's not the same situation as Nick Chubb. But you remember Nick Chubb his rookie year? It was like they wouldn't give him the ball, wouldn't get the ball, and he'd get it and he'd be like 60 yard touchdown, 80 yard touchdown. That's, that's not what it felt like with Chase Brown, but that's like a similar situation where you definitely wanted as soon as he, as soon as he got the opportunities there in week 12, week 13, you're like, dude, can we get more of this? And they were just like, nope, we'll just give you a little bit, but not too much. And, I think we can project it. We have a little bit of, you know, from our perspective, he was a good, he was good on film, went to the senior bowl and he really left the sour taste in our mouth. Didn't perform the best throughout all the, the, the workouts leading up to the draft. Draft capital was what it was, but I think 23 and a half years old, soon to be 24. If they vault him into this spot and if they cut Mixon, if they cut Mixon, I mean, they're going to tell you, that's, that's, they're going to, that's going to tell you exactly how they feel about Chase Brown I don't see them spending top 100 draft capital on a running back yeah. with Chase Brown on the roster. Yeah, it just it, well, it, well, the draft will obviously tell us exactly the way they feel. It's like I've always said, man. The draft is the one yeah. time that teams can't can't lie to us, right? They're they're having to make a transaction, you so, know, <laughs> the, 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 deeper deeper right. that roster. And so, if we do believe Joe Mixon's gone, is there any? Again, I know this is going to sound cocky, maybe because it's super deep, but you have to think about it. It's the depth. It's like the Jerome Ford thing, right? But I know he's not looking the same view. But Chris Evans is Chris Evans. Is, there, is a ship sailed on Chris Evans? Do you think? Yeah. Like I mean, and I'm asking this completely from a value standpoint. Whereas if they cut Mixon post June one and they go into the season with a with a Chase Brown, with a Chris Evans, and with a you know is 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 Travion Williams? Done. What is what is Travion? Travion's gone. Okay, so he's on Brown and Evans. Let me, let me make sure. Hold on. Let me look at spot. I I didn't even look at, at Travion. Let me just let me let me make sure. Yeah, he's an so, unrestricted yeah. free agent. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think that they would have to add somebody. Then I'm not sure it would be a top 100 pick, but it's like some of these running backs. It's like uh, let's let's talk about some of the rookie running backs in a second. But I want to talk about just one more here. Unless oh, but no, I want you to talk about like. Do you have a favorite Cincinnati Bengal pass catcher to take a flyer on? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, 100% it's going to be at this current stage, like with what, with what I'm feeling and projecting, I, I don't see, I don't see Higgins coming back. I think Boyd, there's a, there's a wee chance, but I would say not. You're not going to take chase. You could you take him if he's there in your spot, but if you're looking for a deep value guy, it's a hundred percent Yossi Vash. As much as we love Charlie Jones, I think Charlie Jones brings a dynamic feel to this offense, especially in the punt return, kick return game. I think they see him a lot more with his fine. return stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think he'll be he'll be fine in in opportunities, but it, it's going to be similar to like a Calvin Austin, where like he's going to be out there and then he's not, and it's going to be gone. Andre Yosevash, they told us last year how they felt about him. They kept putting him out there in the red zone, and Joey B kept nailing him, mm-hmm. and. I, they, this doesn't. It shouldn't come off this way, but this is what my thoughts have been since midseason last year. Was they're preparing Yosevash to just take over that T Higgins role? I'm not saying he's going to be as good as T Higgins is, but he's more athletic than T Higgins. And prepping him for a year in this offense was the best thing possible for him. 
There's no reason he can't be the number two in this offense next to Jamar Chase. Current ADP right now of 201.6. So to rank these players for me, you, the Yak King, Merrick, Malachi Corley, um, uh, Andre Yosivash, and Jerry Rice's son, Brennan Rice. They're all within uh, nine picks of one another right now. And they're all basically in a row as far as we're talking wide receiver. Jeez, I don't have it. Wide receivers, 85 through 88. Yeah, Yosivash is about Yoshivash is about 30 spots too low. Corley, Corley's probably about Corley's probably a little bit too low, and then Rice is probably about right. So I'd go Yosavash, Corley, Rice. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right. Um, one more guy I wanted to talk about before, you know, I'm sure that you have dudes that you wanted to mention as well, as well, but I just wanted to talk about one more at the running back position. Oh, and one more at wide receiver. Right. So um, let's, I mean, can you pull up, can you pull up the contract details for, for Alvin Kamara? And Jamal, and I'll pull up Jamal Williams because I want to talk about Kendra Miller. I look, we we're gonna have to take a mull, we're gonna have to take a mulligan on on last season. <laughs> we're gonna, but I'm not giving up. I'm not done. I'm not done with Kendra Miller. I'm I'm not, dude. And after the and after this last season, I just I think people are like, dude, I am done clicking on this guy. There was all the hype about him. He was hurt coming into the season. I knew he was kind of hurt. I didn't even really know that much about him, but all the analysts said that, you know, I, I know what people are thinking, right? They 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 didn't have the information to be as, as smitten with a Kendra Miller as, as as I was or as you were, as that a lot of people who, you know, do this stuff for a, a living really were. Kendra Miller is awesome. He's a problem. He's very, very good. And you saw that. Like you saw it whenever he was able to, whenever whenever he was he was able to get into the games, right? It's just it yeah. felt like every single game he'd bust an eighteen yard run to the sideline, and you get to the sideline, and he hit the side of his foot on some kind of you know pylon, and he's out of the game. And next thing you know, it's not an, it's, it's, it's not an MCL anymore, some kind of toe or some kind of foot. And it's yeah. like, and he just never got off the ground, never got anything going. By the time Jamal Williams got back and healthy, they didn't even really need him. They're always running Taysom Hill. Look, man, the the for one, the threat of Taysom Hill surely has to be going. Dude, how far over the cap are the, are these are these Saints have been over the cap for years? And that Alvin Kamara contract is do do you have it pulled up? It's a it's a brutal contract. It was, yeah, it was so, that, that was originally a five year seventy five something million dollar thing, and they had to restructure last year to turn ten million of it into signing bonus. I think they I think they have an they, out. Right yeah, now? they have so they're they're out. He signed that five year seventy five million in twenty twenty. They have an out, but the out is not. You know, I don't know as much about the contractual stuff, so I can't comment too deeply on this. But post June one is the most advantageous release or trade. The oh yeah, yeah. seventeen million dead cap combined in twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five. Seven this year, ten next year. But they do save eleven point eight. So seventeen dead, they save eleven point eight. 
I mean, that's, I mean, you save 12 million bucks by cutting Alvin Kamara. Um, yeah. And then there's, and the, they're negative 81 in the hole. They're 81 now. Well, so they've, they've actually done a little bit of work since the last time I checked. And then Jamal Williams, I believe, let me just look in base. Okay. So I'm on spot rack. Oh gosh. Stein. So he's, he's a least, he's a Steinberg guy. This is actually, this might be a tough contract for them to look, man. They look, they're going to have to clear some space. They're like Taysom. One of these Thomas running backs, so they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna have to be. One of these running backs is gonna have to be gone. You can't, you know what I mean? You can't be, you can't have this, especially when you have a guy like Kendra Miller, just waiting in the wings. If he could be healthy, he's better than Jamal Williams. I mean, no one's Alvin Kamara. How cockamamie was old. that Taysom Hill contract? Can we just say that? How yeah, cockamamie was giving him any money? Well, not just any money. It's like averages like ten million bucks a year. It's like it's absurd. Um, yeah. So look, Kendra Miller is his ADP right now for where you're having to take him. And look, look, this is, this is best ball. So it's not like it could be something where it's, you only really, you know, you only really need him for, you know, for the weeks that he pop, pops up. And even if this situation doesn't get completely uh, out of the murk and out of the muck, you know, right to start the season, it doesn't matter. Like we have to manage it in our managed leagues. Right. But right now, what? 145.8. So we're talking about the 13th, 13th round. Mm -hmm. We were taking him in the 13th round last year, whenever things were looking more murky than this. Yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah, so for me it's Kendra. All right, let's let's talk about your guys, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll give my super deep, unheard of gold star wide receiver sleeper after that. Well, can I ask you? Can, I want I want you to give me you you brought up Kendra. I'm middle I'm middling on Kendra. Can I ask you three guys? And can you rank three guys for me? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Um, let's go. Khalil Herbert, who's still in Chicago with Roshan. Yeah. Bucky Irving from Oregon. No, nah, no, nah, don't do Bucky Irving. Do Braylon Allen from Wisconsin, the, oh, the big crying. running back. He's I'll, he's 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 running back 47. Kendrick Miller's running back 44. Or um who did I say was the uh, uh sorry, Khalil Herbert 43. Well, Khalil Herbert's gonna lose a job, right? He's gonna how far after Roshan is he even going? Is he he's he's gotta be going after Roshan, right? Khalil Herbert is running back 43. Roshan Johnson is running back 35. Ah, well, I mean, so the market's already – I got no – dude, I I mean, I don't know. I think right now it's just kind of – you know, I said we need to make some assumptions and stuff. What do you assume happens with the Bears? Do you assume it's just Caleb Williams? No more Justin Fields? They're going to – Man, yeah. Roshan's just such a good pass protector. They're going to need him on the field for their rookie for their rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm just. I'm not super interested in. Not super interested in Khalil Herbert. I, I think that's going to be Roshan's job to lose sooner than later. Okay. Um, I just give me Kendra, dude. Like, give me Kendra. Uh, your other guy was look. And Braylon Allen belongs in that same conversation, okay. right? He, he needs to be in the same that exact same tier because Braylon Allen, like if he goes to Dallas, like in your most recent, or was that where he went in your most recent mock? If he goes to Dallas, like your most recent mock, that whole thing's Yahtzee. It's like he, you know, you just, (laughs) next thing you know, you're having to take him in round six, right? You're picking up seven rounds of discount on a, on a Braylon Allen. So I I think maybe Braylon Allen probably, 
you know, it's not how the ADPs have it, but yeah, maybe I would. I don't know. Would you take Braylon Allen over Kendra? At this current stage, I think I would. But it's cool. I mean, it's really it's, it's just they need to be in the I same would take I would take both over Herbert though. That's my okay. That's my well, point. then let's just talk about this. Like, you certainly like those guys. Let's just say you like those guys better than this series of wide receivers I was mentioning earlier: Rashid Shahid, Jerry Judy, Dontavion Wicks. Gabe Davis, et cetera. Like those guys need to be moved up. And mm-hmm. I just, with as far as the structure of the sheet, it feels like anything after McCaffrey, Brees Hall, to some degree, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, and Kyron Williams, to some degree, Jonathan Taylor, outside of those guys, man, it feels like, I hate to say it because I don't generally like doing this, but it feels like, man, you, you feel a lot better about some of these wide receivers at the very top if you can get these sort of values of running back later and in, 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 in best yeah. ball. Like it yeah. isn't like a managed league where you have to win week one. You know what I mean? You just you you just your your roster just needs to cobble it together. So structurally, I think that's how the sheet will get built. Of course, you'll be able to find the cheat sheet that you can follow the simple instructions over on rosterwatch.com. All right. Who are some of your guys? Do you have do you, there's there's only about eight hundred of them? I'm sure there's guys that yeah. we haven't touched on, right? Well, I think I just just coupling off of what you just said, feeling good about the running back depth later on. Like that's exactly like especially with the this is the perfect time of year right now. This week, next week at the combine, then the stuff's going to start going up as soon as these guys run, and then right into the draft cap. I think, like especially so, when you mentioned Jalen Wright, the guy from Tennessee, yeah, yeah. with how fast he might run. He's another one that I've neglected to mention, but he's going yeah. in the last round. But it's the same thing Cody's saying. But like, I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, you know, somebody like that weighs two hundred and ten pounds and he runs a four three six or something like that. Next thing you know, it's like. It's, it's good, over. Good, good, goodbye to these values. Right. And and right now you can take advantage of that by building, you know, if you build multiple lineups a week, I don't know how many drafts you guys do if you're listening along, but if you draft, let's say you get a Bijan or you get a uh, McCaffrey, whatever, an early, you can wait and then you can get a, a multitude of these running backs later. Like I want to throw that dart on right. I want to throw the dart on Braylon Allen. You can get two, three of these rookies later uh, with upside because quite frankly, th- these NFL teams have – a lot of different running backs as their RB1s. I've seen mo- up to seven running backs as people's RB1s over the course of the last month. So I think that um, there's a lot of opportunities for a lot of these backs. My One of my favorite running backs um, right now as far as value goes is a free agent in this 2024 class. He's 25 years old, um, and he was in Philadelphia last year, DeAndre Swift. I think the like, if, it feels like the best spot for him would be to go back to Philadelphia he gave us a couple of outputs early in the season, 25, 13, 13, 15, 14, good games, um, built on some consistency. There was a there was a, there was a trend line that compared having Cam Jurgens in the lineup at guard and not having Cam Jurgens in the lineup. And then that was like this big knock. And we're like Swift would dominate with Jurgens in and without him, he didn't do anything. Um, so that that was kind of interesting. But I think Swift in Philadelphia, if they can start to utilize him instead of trying to, you know, play um you think these, big donkeys, these these big donkeys that they sign on one-year contracts like the Rashad Pennies and the Trey Sermons and things like mm-hmm. this or, and and maybe focus on a Swift or focus on a Gainwell whichever direction they go they should give Swift more run at 25 years old he's a value I think at running back 31 he's going right at the 100 marker right now 99 is his ADP right below Jalen Warren in Pittsburgh um, right ahead of Chase Brown who we just mentioned a minute ago we talked about Chase Brown 
he's 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 far too low right now. I would have Chase Brown ahead of DeAndre Swift if we're projecting uh, potential opportunities, um, just based on upside in the Cincinnati offense. But I think Swift is is also um, a bit too low right now. I would take Swift over the James Conner, the Najee Harris kind of situation, which is right at about eighty two, eighty three. Do you think they've seen enough out of him to bring him back? I I they, I mean only they can tell us that right they're going to know that from just being on the inside but what about your eyeballs that, that, that whole offense was a was a concoction of of, of dried soup so I, it's like they have to make that decision it's it's, it's Kenny a Gainwell <laughs> a concoction of dried soup you know like you take a bowl of soup and you put it in the refrigerator and it gets dried out it's just oh, okay. it's disgusting it's garbage no, it's okay. it's it, it's what it was that that Philadelphia offense it, they, I've never they, had a dry they, soup they had a hot they had a hot fresh chili last yep. year made the Super Bowl and now this year they just put it in the fridge and thought it was going to keep it didn't keep it got cold and it got disgusting oh, I got you. um so I think that you know <laughs> I think I think Switz is a good value here. Um, getting him here at running back for uh, thirty-one or at the pick one hundred. I think he's about I think he's about fifteen, eighteen spots too low uh, as the offense is currently sit, projecting him to be back in Philadelphia. So you like? I mean, gosh, but Javante wouldn't wouldn't you rather have Javante Williams just like three three picks ahead of him? I, I I'll take Javante. I think they're both too back healthy. I take Javante over Swift, but I think they're both. Plenty low right now. I like, dude. I, I like Javante. I like Javante Williams in the, in the ninth round. That feels good. I think they both. If you want the take, the take is that Javante Williams and DeAndre Swift will both be drafted inside the top seventy-five by the time we get to August. Absolutely, I like that take. And it's just like it. Just remember for the for how you do these things structurally. All right. Any others that you want to get to before we get to our super our super deep flyers? No, that's good for now. I didn't even tell you that I had a super deep flyer, or I know I you did. Told, told told you to prepare for a super deep flyer. Do you, right. do you do you have one? We make moves on the fly. That's how we do All it. All right. Mine. I I wanted to find somebody that's not getting drafted, right? Yeah. And I know that Javon Baker's not getting drafted. The the um, the the rookie out of UCF, Jermaine Burton, the rookie out of Alabama, is basically not being drafted right now. Um, Jacob Cowing's not being drafted. That's one thing we need to find out at the combine next week. Cody's like, yeah, did he tear his ACL at the senior bowl or like what, like did he tear an MCL or meniscus or it? I just, I have no idea what even happened there. And there's been zero reporting on this. Um, but Cowing is down there, man. Do you know the one that, do you know, do you know what I like though, Cody? I, I, I like, I like getting a piece Whenever everybody's like, we're talking Nico Collins going at what, like the first with the one two turn, right? Which to me says just feels, I know he had super big games. It feels just mm-hmm. feels, feels too high for me, right? Tank Dell, who now is going at like what, mid third round and stuff. You got Robert Woods gone, Xavier Hutchins, and it doesn't look like he's going to be, be too much of anything. Noah Brown is, I believe, Noah, Noah Brown set to hit free agency, right? Noah Brown. Yep. Let me make sure about that. But I believe yep. it's true. He's, I mean, he's 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 28 years old this year, regardless. D- d- dude, is it finally the time now that he's all healed up, cured of what ails him, Mister John Mechie? Dude, you could be a you could be a number three wide receiver even if you you're, you could pop off for some big games with CJ Stroud. I I I love it with the last pick in your in, in your drafted prospect. I want to do there was an awesome prospect coming out out of Alabama. They just had the you know the cancer diagnosis or the leukemia whatever lymphoma diagnosis and all the rest of the stuff like that. 
the, 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 the pathways are cleared up for him to be able to take on a relatively significant role with one of the you know, hottest young quarterbacks in the league. So give me John Mechie in the, in, in, in the final round if I'm looking wide receiver. Well, I didn't go quite to the final round, um, but I'm looking at 170 overall. I'm looking in the tier where it's just all these receivers that run in straight lines and their volatility is is ridiculous when you're talking about fantasy football. But I know that's what, you know, best balls kind of built around these volatile guys. It's a beneficiary of having them late. The problem is this guy in particular, pre-draft, when you visualize what he can do in the NFL, yes, he can run deep routes. He averaged over 16 yards per reception this past year. But Jalen Polk is a top 10 wide receiver in this class. I have him as wide receiver seven. Currently, Polk played with Michael Penix. Polk played with Roma Dunze. He's going off the board at 170, right between below Wondell Robinson, below Josh Palmer, below Marvin Mims. These are areas where you can take advantage of a receiver of this nature that had 100 yards or four receptions in every single game this past season. Jalen Polk is not this year's Puka Nakua, but Jalen Polk is a significant value in best ball, and he's going to make you a ton of cash if you draft him at 170 overall. Jalen Polk is an exceptional wide receiver. I could break, I could go off into him, but I'm not. I just think he's misplaced because of his skill set right now. He's put in places where you're looking at Devontae Walker, you're looking at Zay Jones, Trey Palmer, one-trick pony type players. Jalen Polk is not that. Jalen Polk is my value of the week.